Emma leaned even farther forward, her lips parted as if suddenly struck dumb. Resisting the impulse to lift her hand to her breast, she regained her composure and forced herself to relax. Why, no, no, sir, she said. I've never been anywhere. That is, I mean, at least nowhere outside of Illinois. I have family in Prescott. I go there for Thanksgiving sometimes. Yes, yes, Prescott, Carl interrupted. Nice area. I vacation there every fall. The current situation involves our associates in San Francisco, and it is a matter that requires immediate attention. You see, the firm recently sent a package of blueprints to our client, a firm known as Baldwin Construction. Due to a terrible oversight, an important section of the blueprints missed the delivery. I couldn't possibly send one of my architects away from his job, and I can't trust a hired courier on such an important task. You must deliver this package to the Baldwins. I have a ticket ready for you, and the necessary arrangements have already been made. There is a car waiting for you downstairs. Emma sat stock still in her chair. Every muscle in her body froze, and her heart, only moments ago racing at triple speed, counted a cadence, slowing with each passing moment until she felt as though she might need to beg for the next beat. In a dream world, her face and fingers gradually regained feeling, and she forced herself to speak. I couldn't. I mean, I, I've never... I don't have anything packed for traveling, and I, I don't know anyone. Not to worry, Miss Parker, Carl interjected as he rose from his chair. He picked up an envelope from the desk, along with a cardboard tube emblazoned with the bright blue Fletcher logo, and walked around to the front of Emma's chair. He pushed the envelope into her left hand and took hold of her right, assisting her to her feet. Everything is taken care of. One of our cars will take you to the airport, and one of Baldwin's cars will meet you when you arrive. You have reservations at the Ambassador Hotel for the night, and I have sent instructions that you will have everything you need for your stay. Taking Emma by the arm, he began to lead her to the office door. Anything you can't find at the hotel will be available nearby, I assure you. You can expect a man named Philip Baldwin to meet you at the airport. Carl paused for a moment before reaching for the knob. If you need something different to wear, there's a shop just down the street from the hotel. Madame Boudoin's, I believe it's called. This should cover anything you need. Tucking the tube under his arm, he pulled a wallet from his jacket pocket. Reaching inside, he produced two bills— one was a $10 note and the other a hundred. He tucked both of them into the envelope and opened the door. All of the arrangements are written down with your airline tickets. I've already taken the liberty of having your coat sent up from the lounge. Two more steps and Emma was standing on the plush carpet in the hall. A young page stood nearby with Emma's coat draped over his arm. You must make haste now, Miss Parker, Carl insisted. Your flight leaves at nine o'clock and it is nearly 7.30. Victor, you'll escort Miss Parker downstairs immediately. There's a car waiting to take her to the airport. Yes, sir, the page replied. Carl handed Emma the tube of blueprints and stepped back into his office. He swung the door halfway closed and paused for a moment. You'll be home safe and sound tomorrow afternoon, Miss Parker, he assured Emma. Have a nice trip and send my greetings to the Baldwins.
The door closed with a muffled thud, and Emma stared at it, her eyes fixed and unblinking. This way, miss, Victor said. We'd best get right along. Under no circumstances would the page ever dare to touch Emma. Instead, he stepped to the center of the hallway, bowing slightly and motioning toward the elevator with both hands. Unable to shake her bewilderment, Emma obeyed, willing her feet to take each step. Even on the heavy carpeting, her footsteps pounded in her ears as she led the way to the elevator which waited with open, beckoning doors. Victor followed her into the car and turned to the controls. With the press of a button, the doors slid closed.